there he is. You just tuned in to Mocha Speaks. It's time for real conversation. This episode, we will begin by playing a game called Myth or Is It a Fact? Does your vote really count? To find out the truth, we will review the history of voting and voter suppression. Then we will have a conversation with Mariah Parker, 26-year-old hip-hop MC and Athens, Georgia District 2 Commissioner. This week's music highlight, new and upcoming reggae artist Foreign, a.k.a. Ricky Bruckshot. Listen as he share his childhood experience growing up with the KKK as his neighbors. We will also decode my favorite eight bars of Black Hypocrisy, a new song written by reggae artist Spice to address colorism. And finally, you will receive tips and advice on how to make a difference in your community. Now here's a fun fact. Did you know that the U.S. Constitution does not directly include a right to vote? According to the 1776 Constitution, only members of the House of Representatives were elected by the people. Although the 17th Amendment enabled the direct election of U.S. Senators, technically, we still do not directly elect our president. That is up to the Electoral College. Yet the people hold the ultimate power during state and local election because there's no Electoral College involved. The original version of the Constitution and Bill of Rights left it entirely up to the states to be determined by the people, who had a right to vote, which only allowed white men and freed African-American slaves in four states who owned property to vote. By 1850, the property requirements began to decrease and slowly faded away, allowing all white males to vote and some African-American males. In 1870, even though the 15th Amendment extended the right to vote regardless of race, color, or previous condition of servitude, newly elected conservatives, Democrats, known as Dixiecrats, began to impose a series of laws in 1877 designated to suppress the black vote. I'll give you one guess. Do you know what those laws were called? Jim Crow. These Jim Crow laws included requirements to pass literacy tests, making it nearly impossible for uneducated former slaves to vote. Some precincts broke the law by holding white-only primaries, and other southern states imposed poll taxes, which deterred many poor African-American and white people from voting because they didn't have the money or they were unwilling to pay. It wasn't until in 1920, through the 19th Amendment, women finally received the right to vote. 
the federal government did not forbid the Jim Crow voting laws in the U.S. until 1965, during the Civil Rights Movement. So the truth is, your vote does count. Hmm. But voter suppression is also real. Some politicians are willing to tamper with the system to win or to block out black voters, which is against the law. And if you don't vote, you give up your chance to choose leaders and representatives who are willing to fight for justice and equality for all. You're missing out on the opportunity to tell the government what you want. And despite who wins, you still have the right to hold your elected officials accountable. To me, that's the best part of it. You actually can reach out, contact your elected officials, and demand that your voice be heard. I'm Darren, and I'm turning out for education. I'm EJ, and I'm turning out for marriage equality. My name is Lil Lena, and I'm turning out for reproductive rights. The history of voter suppression in the U.S. can be traced back to slavery. Voter suppression is a strategy used to influence the outcome of an election by discouraging or preventing specific groups of people from voting. An example of voter suppression includes strict voter ID laws, limited early voting dates or precinct, and purchase of registered voters, such as the 53,000 ballots that were on hold during the Georgia gubernatorial 2018 election. Tonight in Georgia, an election that is effectively deadlocked. Stacey Abrams, the Democrat you saw there, running to become the first African-American female governor in American history, based off in a debate with Republican Secretary of State Brian Kemp. Abrams is currently suing Kemp for suppressing votes in the election that he is both running in and overseeing. Kemp, for his part, is well aware that African-American and minority turnout is a problem for him. He voiced his concerns over Abrams voters' outreach to donors at an event last week. A recording of that event was given to Rolling Stone reporter Jamil Smith, who posted it online hours before tonight's debate. As you know, uh, in a recent video, you called on illegals to uh, vote for you in this election. I was actually shocked I had to watch that video twice. So my question is, why are you encouraging people to break the law for you in this election? Mr. Kemp, you are very aware that I know the laws of Georgia when it comes to voting. In fact, I am one of the foremost experts in the state on expansion of voting rights. And I have never in my life asked for anyone who is not legally eligible to vote to be able to cast a ballot. What I've asked for is that you allow those who are legally eligible to vote to allow them to cast their ballots. And in fact, we took you to court in 2016 and a federal judge said that you illegally canceled 34,000 registrations. You use the exact same system, the exact match system that is under dispute right now. One day when the glory comes, it will be ours. It will be ours. Oh, one day when the war is won, we will be
the heavens, no man, no weapon Formed against, yes, glory is destined Everyday women and men become legends Sins that go against our skin become blessings The movement is a rhythm to us Freedom is like religion to us Justice is juxtaposition in us Justice for all just ain't specific enough One son died, his spirit is revisiting us True and living, living in us Resistance is us That's why Rosa sat on the bus That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up When it go down, we woman and man up They say stay down and we stand up Shots, we on the ground, the camera panned up King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up One day, when the glory comes It will be ours, it will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be woman and child even jesus got his crown in front of a crowd they march with the torch we gon' run with it now never look back we done gone hundreds of miles from dark roads heroes to become a hero facing the league of justice his power was the people enemy is lethal a king became regal saw the face of jim crow under a bald ego the biggest weapon It's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win a war individually It take the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day, when the glory comes It will be
Mocha Jasmine Johnson, and you just tuned in to Mocha Speaks, and I'm here with Superfly Mariah Parker. She is not only a music artist, she's not only a FMC, but she's also commissioner of Athens Clark County. So represent for District Two. District Two. Yeah. I like what you're doing over there, in District Two. I saw you drop a uh, newsletter. Yep, I'm trying to like create means within the community for people to communicate with their neighbors, let people know what's going on, as well as like building capacity for social movement within that district by like having our independent press where we can speak our own stories, tell our own stories, and control our own narrative. We go door to door and hand deliver them. We sit and talk to people about the contents and solicit new ideas for stories to get people talking about what's on their minds and what they want to see in the discussion and like the discourse. Oh, so, wow. so that is like, that's the important part. That's how we're like building the movement in District 2. Oh, too. go ahead girl. So basically, you're knocking on doors, you're listening yeah. to people's stories, yeah. and then you're seeking ways to put it in the paper, like put in the paper and right. address the issue or bring awareness to what's going yeah. on in that district. Exactly. Provide an open forum that's available to anybody regardless of what kind of technologies they're comfortable with or using their home, you know, it, it, literacies, you know, having a conversation with someone in case, you know, they, you know, they pick up a piece of paper, like, what is all this they talk about? So, it's, uh, yeah, it's about, it's about building the movement, it's about building capacity for some social change. I know you're big on literacy because um, yeah. you're getting a PhD. Language what? and literacy education. Okay, yeah. so that's dope. Um, it is dope. It's alright. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to? I know you're an MC, so it makes you even sharper. But with that degree, do you intend on teaching, or do you intend on? What do you intend on doing with it? Because I could see you even, you know, just being an artist, speaking, and even with this newspaper right now, mm -hmm. it's a big thing for you. So, yeah. what do you plan on? being with that so moment by moment within my degree process I try to look at ways that I can leverage the resources of the university to create social change so for example when you're affiliated with the university it's easier for you to get grant funding to do research projects okay. and that's those are resources you can bring back into the community to fund projects say like after-school programs for literacy clinics and things like that so I'm constantly looking for ways that I can just make my scholarship benefit my advocacy Wow. so right now what that's turning into is a after school program at Cedar Shoals for student activists helping build capacity there for them to advocate for themselves at City Hall within the, you know, the with the superintendent for issues that are close to their heart. So looking at like, all right, what modalities are they talking in? Do they want to use hip hop? Are they using photography? Are they using journalism? Mm -hmm. How can we support them in developing those kinds of literacies mm -hmm. and, you know, break down barriers for them to, you know, to get in the way of them actually conveying their view of what they want to change to mm -hmm. the powers that be. So well, that, so yeah, I got some grant funding to start that project next fall mm -hmm. and I'm always looking out for other ways that I could just like disrupt well, the system from the inside. In. I'm gonna have to pull you in because our teen social justice program we need to that's, look up. Yeah, yeah, we need, yeah. Big, that's what the whole thing is. so we need people like you and we need people from the community so we're trying to get into the middle schools mm -hmm. and yeah, so and we need to be training these young yeah, folks exactly. to take over. I want to put myself that's on the job. That's what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. like social justice, cultivating future leaders. We right. have to, we have to create a way to where the youth can carry on and they're not forgotten. What made you um, make that transition from artist, student to politics? Because when I first met you, I was. You know, one of my favorite spots. I seen you in World Famous and that fro and that girl in the book. And, and at that time, I wasn't even an activist. I'm walking around doing photos, trying yeah, hip hop. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, she need to be in a hip hop photo shoot, girl. You know, and yeah. um, I think you caught, I think we met at my second show I ever had. I think it was your first. 
Nah, I think we got you on the oh, oh, yeah, yeah, we got, got you on the first, first hot show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you was, and I remember it was, um, my go back, my, yeah, girl, that girl, <laughs> right, that girl, right, so, yeah. you know what I'm saying, so we have come so far, because I think when we first met, I don't think neither one of us were doing the activist thing, yeah, um, so what changed, like, I'm, what changed? Well, I, you know, I grew up with, like, activist leanings in my family. My mother was a really strong proponent of, you know, electoral politics. She Mm -hmm. got me involved in the Obama campaign. But I kind of fell off when I got older just because I didn't feel like my voice mattered a lot. But when, you know, after the election in 2016 and my friend Tommy started running for county commissioner and we got talking about hip-hop and politics and, like, some of the intersections there in terms of, like, leadership qualities of both rappers and MCs and like activists or politicians uh, through a lot of conversations with him I came to see like yo I can do this I could be out there and like I have something to say that's important and I have the ability as, as an MC to bring people together to motivate people to action that I need to be applying to the political sphere more wow and so I yeah mean, I did that got I out there and did props. it I give you props you brave because I know people are like you should do it I'm like ah you're crazy like it's a scary thing it really is and it takes a lot of um it takes a lot of courage because you're really putting yourself out there and you're willing to put yourself out there for the benefit of the community but it i'm telling you as brave as i am that was something i was like ah i don't know if that's something that i want to do so definitely you rock for that one you know what i'm saying Um, So I want to ask you this. Yes. Do you believe that um, the voting system is corrupt? Do you think that the voting system in Georgia especially is corrupt? Do you think black votes matter or are they really trying to suppress the black vote? I do believe that our current system of voting is structured in a way that limits participation. Mm-hmm. Anything from voter ID laws to really broader public policy issues that just limit people's access to all kinds of ways of engaging their community and like being civically engaged. Anything from the lack of access to affordable childcare to lack of access to transportation, the way that the wage system sets people up to be working all the time so they don't value or don't see themselves as like having the energy or capacity to be civically engaged, all these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, they suppress life, and, and in, in that, they suppress the, our ability to participate in democracy. Yeah. So I think that in Georgia in particular, to add to that, there has been some, some sneaky shit. <laughs> some, some I was like, there's some fish shit going on. Yeah, it's like, an, right. it's like an extra layer of like really trying to disenfranchise folks. I'm like, there's something going is, on. Yeah. I'm like, listen, you don't have to be a political expert to see that something ain't right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's something yeah. is wrong with, you know, but the one thing I will say with you, locally, I do believe in, I would say, the local process, political process more. Because it seems like you can, like I'm sitting right here with a commissioner. It's more mm-hmm. hands-on. You go up to the mayor and commission office, right. and I saw, what was it? You won by 13? Yes. 13. See, I remember. 13 votes. Yeah. So that was, that, when I see things like that, it kind of, um makes me believe again that it that maybe the system it it might be broke some places but it can work but we have to be involved in it Mm -hmm. at the local level where you can have that personal touch with the community Mm -hmm. really get out and meet every single person yeah that like who's affected by the policy that you want to advance i think that kind of like grassroots organizing yeah i do have faith in it still even if at the higher tiers of government there's some sneaky fish Um, so 
Where do you see yourself about, I would say, three years from now? Oh, Lord. Do you plan on being the president of... <laughs> of what? <laughs> of what? The president of what? Nice. Okay. <laughs> Where do we see, where, where, where do you see yourself three years from now? So hopefully I'll be wrapping up my dissertation research okay. and wrapping up my PhD. Mm-hmm. And um, like you mentioned, really, you nailed it. I, I just want to use that to continue to go out in the community and speak, to teach, to educate, to uplift, um, and whatever that looks like. You know, I'll just kind of fit in the cracks wherever I need to go, wherever I need to be in that regard. Um, three years from now, I will have to run for re-election 2020. 2000. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, I'm currently serving out the rest of Harry Sims term. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you're going to have to do that. Uh, so I will okay. have, yeah. Okay. So I had a special election. I'll have to do a regular election 2020. Once re-elected, I'll continue the work of, you know, the, the, it's been a long time in the making. Yeah. The city that we had. That's yeah. going to be a long time in the making yeah. to fix this. And so it's not going to happen, happen overnight. Yeah. And yeah. You have to keep certain people in place. Exactly. There needs to be to some happen. continuity. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I intend to stay. Um, and so those are at least two things that I know for sure. We'll see okay. what happens with music. But. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What about the music? I mean... You love the music. The I've music... Seen, that's how... I mean, I ain't going to lie. You know, I tell people you might start out into music, but it might be something bigger that evolves out, out of it, you know, mm-hmm. for being an artist, you know? Right. So, so is it... That's what it's becoming for you, or you can't say yet? What is it? Well... Musically. I think that... The musical and political sides of my life continue to advance each other. In the gaining political office, there's now a wider platform for me to share my views musically, because more people are interested in what I have to say. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, I'm able to bring more people into the political process because I'm an artist and I can speak to them on like a level they understand because everybody loves music. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how if those they'll continue to like help each other grow, if at some point they'll come to limit each other. But I'm just going with the flow. I'm not trying to push anything in any particular direction, like become a superstar. I just wanted to serve the purpose of like inspiring people, empowering people, engaging people and to, and to like crit- critically reflect about their lives and their community. So as long wow. as it's doing that, I'm good. Lingua Franca. Little cute, little stupid, little brash and erratic, little bit of a nuisance, like bats in the attic. Speaking of which, I'm the itch, then I have to be bad ish for my screws getting looser. But I'm strapped in a jacket, got a case of the basket, it's got tissue to prove it. And just because I'm honest about it, it's starting a movement. Oh, just because I'm honest about it, that's charming to you kids. Think you're missing the point, like your target's been moving. Got a party, I'll poop it. Got a problem, let's talk it out at the bar until we vomit and vodka. Take it back to the crib with a box of ramen and condoms of the world, cause they only want a con, it's like shocker. You could call it adorable, call it being a know-it-all. You could call it uncouth, I call it speaking the truth. You could call it depression, I call it learning my lesson. You could call it insanity, I call it speaking candidly. Next week is gonna beat the rest of them. I'm waking up at seven, stretching and eating vegetables, going totally sober. Go to morning yoga, go record some vocals so I have a little slack on my festival. Next week is gonna beat the rest of them. I'm waking up at seven, stretching and eating vegetables. Cause beating my demons could never be fearsome as feeding them and feeling them, beating up all my eardrums. So long we forgot the meat and the cleaning Only magic could patch it up So we dreaming a genie By which I mean that we dreaming of freedom But freedom is fleeting By which I mean between seeing people beating and bleeding On our TVs, on the daily, on the weekly 
I just wanted to relax a bit, crack a paps and watch some videos of cats and wishing these idiots and athletes would quit with the classism. But I'm really not a great activist, cause everyone wanna complain about the state of the system, congratulate themselves on Facebook for paying attention, and homie, I know you're right, but if nobody mobilizes a noble fight, we stay in slaves for a century. And I wish something given an ish would fix it I wish giving an ish was as simple as whistling Dixie The only way I have to fix it is cashing my chips in So I guess to fix the system first, I have to fix me So next week is gonna beat the rest of them I'm waking up at 7, stretching and eating vegetables Cause beating my demons could never be fearsome It's beating them and feeling them, beating up on my eardrums Adorable, call it be it and know it all. You could call it uncouth, I call it speaking the truth. You could call it depression, I call it learning my lesson. You could call it insanity, I call it speaking tenderly. Ha! And next week is gonna beat the rest of them. I'm waking up at seven, stretching and eating vegetables, going totally sober. Go to morning yoga, go record some vocals. So, have a little cypress of the festival. Say it, next week is gonna beat the rest of them. I'm waking up at seven, stretching and eating vegetables, cause beating my demons could never be fearsome as feeding them and filling them. Beat up on my eardrums. Don't you forget it, man. It's gonna get better and better and better and better and better and better. We stick together, man. It's gonna get better and 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 better. Say the last piece. I've never heard too many people say that critically reflect on their lives and their community. That's big. Critically reflect on their lives. Take that moment community. to be like, hmm. That's, we don't do that. We don't have time. We're on this phone and and life is moving. Yeah, we distract we, ourselves because yeah. it's painful to do. Yeah, and then when sometimes when you reflect on those things, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow Yeah, as well. Yeah. To like, this is the condition. This is the this circumstances is where at, that yeah. we're at. Um, what advice would you give someone that decides they're new to the game and they want to run for an office? And from your experience, you're coming from a new place, you won first time that you decide to run. What advice would you give them to help them make that decision of whether step into it or maybe this game isn't for you? Um, it is a, it, it's a very extroverted activity, mm. public service. Like, you don't have to be an extrovert to do it, but like, it does require a certain amount of for sex reversion if that's not your nature or you know just talking to a lot of people okay go to talking to a lot of people whether it be on stage or just door-to-door -door. and so getting involved in door-to-door -door grassroots organizing and seeing how comfortable you are with that with like talking to like you know like dozens of people wow. and how does that make you feel do you feel energized by that do you f do you feel inspired by that or do you feel drained by that? And to what degree do you feel drained by that? Mm -hmm. And if you, I think if you can like feel like, all right, I like really love this. I really think I can handle this amount of like uh, social engagement and engaging really intensely intellectually with people about issues. And also like the heart with like, you know, in terms of your emotions, being right. able to emotionally process some of the things that you'll hear when you go into the darker parts of our communities. Mm -hmm. um, if through that process you feel like, yeah, I uh, I want to do this, then you should. Okay, you know a lot of African Americans do not believe in the political process, and and, and we shouldn't. And we have every know, reason not to believe in it. Well, I mean, I knocked on over 500 doors. My my team, not just myself, but my team, we knocked on over 500 doors during to get on the bus tour. 
And I think I got cussed out about two times. Vote for what? You know what I mean? It's like, dang, you know? Um, and I used to be there. I used to be that person. And I knew a light bulb came on through activism. But what is one thing we can say? Because we really need to get uh, more minorities involved. We really need to get them to, to figure out. Um, I know education is gonna be a piece for me, educating people and showing them how the pieces connect because maybe that work. But what is one advice that you can give um, black voters to encourage them, get up, get out and vote? Outside of changing the way that politicians talk to motivate people to vote? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Because there's that, you gotta speak to people for like, the things that truly matter to them. Everybody works you know eight hours a day it really defines our identity and our well-being mm -hmm. and like talking about working conditions that are dignified and wages that are dignified i think doesn't make it into our political discourse enough and we have to absolutely start meeting people there because everyone knows that experience of coming home from your shitty job exhausted and still not making enough money to like truly enjoy your time off and like we have to speak to that uh, but outside of like changing the discourse you know um I honestly don't know if I can answer, you know, the framing of that question is that people should vote. But I would say, I would counter that with, until we have candidates that are talking, or presenting truly bold progressive ideas, and like, well-scaled solutions mm -hmm. to the problems that people in our communities actually face, we shouldn't, shouldn't be don't just vote for the, don't just vote for the Democrat because the, the Democrat the Democrats have never done anything for us either. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're there too. Yeah, because we've seen you know Democrats, Republicans, whoever. These people, we we remain disillusioned because it has never actually brought meaningful change. And right. so, I would say that let's talk to the politicians about the way they talk to us. Mm -hmm. And once they bring us some like valuable ideas that we can believe in that finally are gonna like very like meaningfully disrupt the systems that have just kept people down for centuries they gotta fight for our vote yeah. we can't just give it to them so basically you're saying don't vote unless you know what you're voting for basically politicians, unless politicians yeah. yes politicians do you better just be do voting better. to be voting do like, yeah come up with yeah. some ideas that are fresh and bold and scary to some folks yeah. to, who hold power currently, and go out to these people and talk to them about it if you want us to vote for you. So stop asking for the vote unless you're gonna go the extra mile. So there we have it. Um, Mariah, sign out. Get, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on IG, Facebook, under my rap moniker as Lingua Franca, L-I-N-Q-U-A-F-R-A-N-Q-A, or um, you can find me on Facebook, Mariah Parker for uh, Mariah Parker County Commissioner, Mariah for Athens, or you can just look me up. I'm on the city website. You got my phone number, email address. Okay, you on the city website Hit me up. now. That's what's up. Lingua Franca. Let's run track. Let's get it. You see that girl on that gold bike, that gold bike, did that girl that girl right such gold rocks that girl might go worldwide i see that girl on that gold bike that gold bike did that girl rides that girl right such gold rocks that girl might go worldwide buying a coupe might have been wise to do but i for twice as cool right 
buy on my shiny bicycle In high school, I considered cars to be priceless jewels But it's incredible what some pedaling exercise will do To tighten up your thighs and glutes As if my derriere could be any more recognizable I, I seen you staring at my derriere when I'm riding through Or was you staring at my fairy glittered chariot Like Harriet the Spot would do Peeping as I whip down, ho, hop off the bike and lock it The light reflecting off it, looking so kaleidoscopic Group of people talking, obviously I'm the topic They ask if I'm the doctor, I told them no I'm not yet But if I was a doctor, I'd be like Dr. Soups Mixing up the alphabet, mm, now that's some proper soup Hopping back on my rocket and singing behind and hopper soup But they can't stop us soon, singing, don't you know that's impossible You see that girl on that go like that go like that go You see that girl on that go like that go like that go right that go right such go 